0: Welcome. It's Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I'm here with Bob Richardson. We're going to have a tribute to a mutual friend of ours. If people were involved in the industry, especially in the 90s, the name Louise Bird would uh, give a lot of warm affection. She was in a lot of the shows, certainly dealt with the trickiest customer service aspect of our company. (laughs) Louise would say, Let me at him. She was uh, fearless in terms of uh, trying to respond because she had a great heart. She had a good mind, too, but she had a real heart that came across. In dealing in some of these tricky uh, situations with dealers, with people at shows. We're gonna reminisce about that. But first, thanks sponsors Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Comsi.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, and then Tops and Upper Deck and Panini. So many of them would remember her. She was a rover in our company. Titles were not important to her. She just wanted to be a problem solver and bless people. Is that?
1: Yeah. Mean? She was incredibly personable. When I uh, joined Beckett Publications in 1993, she was a customer service manager. She was in charge of the team that was dealing primarily with dealers. But as I remember, newsstand sales and subscription sales was under her purview as well at the time. So it was a rather large department. <clears throat> and you're right. I, I, I don't think it was that she was uncomfortable with the position or the size of her team, but she didn't look at herself as the person up on the throne at all. Yeah. She was well, down in the trenches with
0: us. I hope she didn't think I was on the throne. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that we had any
1: thrones. That <laughs> that uh, have little,
0: but no, she was always, you were always a very respectful guy too, but so was she. And oh, she goodness. was actually older than I was, but she really thanked me for giving her a chance. And I'm thinking, you're a superstar employee, Louise. Why are <laughs> you thanking me for giving you a chance? She turned around some situations where people, in many cases, they had the wrong impression. And a lot of business conflict is basically when one party assumes the motives of the other party. And Louise was pretty good at, at letting people uh, tell their story. And then without making excuses, she could say, this is what was going on. And, and we're really sorry that happened to you. Not making excuses, but walking somebody through it in a way after they'd already fully vented to get them to see that there's two sides of the story. And she didn't rub their noses in it. It's a predominantly male industry. If they look at you and look at me, they look at Louise and they think, she's just a nice lady. What does she know? Hey, they'd had a family card shop for a number of years. She had been in the trenches. And so she wasn't somebody we pulled off the sidewalk. She wasn't a price guide person as much as she understood the industry. She understood the challenges of the local card shop. When when they found that out, they backed off. Like this lady really knows what she's talking about. And she did.
1: Well, she did. She knew the, the product that these guys were dealing with. And she knew their business. That came across very quickly, even for people that didn't know her. It might be a little early to jump into stories, but I was still relatively new with Beckett. I think it was 1994. And I had the chance to travel with Louise to the Toronto National. My job was just to watch her work. By then, I knew some of the struggles that the dealers had with Beckett and some of that tension that you mentioned before. And my job was just to watch how she handled that. And to come back with that impression and relate that to the other people on the team, she would walk right into the fire. And she had a way of expressing compassion and a concern for these guys. She would listen to them. Some were pretty angry. Some of them just wanted to talk and express their concern or their point of view. She'd listen to them all. And then you're right. She would explain the Beckett position. And whether they agreed with her or not, they heard her. And they were able to better understand the position that Beckett was in. This leads back to that big picture. I completely understand because Louise taught me, these guys are dealing with their livelihood. It's their passion. It's what they grew up loving, but it's putting bread on their table. So they were incredibly committed. And she heard that. She listened to her. She heard them out. It was incredible to see.
0: The two complaints they would have with many others in the industry is either, number one, you don't care. Or number two, you won't listen. She right. defeated both of those notions immediately. I've mentioned this before, that it's almost like a rope-a-dope. She <laughs> had those theaters, punched themselves out not, in air punches. They weren't punching her. Obviously, she's a was a very nice lady. Yeah. She would stand her ground. She wasn't intimidated. She'd hear them out. And when they got done venting, she would uh, affirm them that if that happened to me, I'd be upset too. Yes. Here, yes. Here's what we're going to do about it. I just want to get into some of her secret sauce. One of the things is because you were probably at her funeral, there were a whole bunch of people at her funeral because she passed away from kind of complications of diabetes toward the end of of her time with our company. She had real problems with her feet, being on the road, going to a card show in the concrete, but she was such a trooper. What I noticed at her funeral was not just that it was well attended and that people spoke for her, but I've learned that women that have great friends that are also about standing. You conform to the people you hang out with and the people that, that, that were in her inner circle of ladies, they weren't all widows, but uh-huh. uh, they were high quality ladies from my vantage point and talking to some of them. And there, there's a little bit of misnomer because she would say, these are my Bible study friends. And, and some people think Bible study, that just means you like study the Bible and take a test or something. Yeah. It's not that. It's a little closer than that in terms of there's a lot of shared struggle. As we said, Louise, her husband died of a heart attack in the parking lot of the National.
1: Mm, Yes, I remember her telling me that now. Yes. I'm
0: thinking it was 86. It was that first Arlington National. He wasn't that old. And of course, I had a heart attack uh, 10 years after that, but she was in shell shock for a few years. And then at some point, somebody recommended to her that, hey, there's this company back at Publications, and it may have been her daughter. I I don't remember. You really, this would be a place where you could, and I worried that maybe it'd be painful for her because, like I said, her husband literally died in the parking lot uh, on the setup day of the National. I don't know that she was self-deprecating as much as she just thought, I I wonder if I can fit in here. And I I hope we made it a good two-way street for her because it sure was great on our behalf of having somebody that was so outstanding to come in with a great attitude of it's put me in coach what position you want me to play she would not shy away from the tough assignments i can guarantee you
1: this that she loved working for you and for that company she had so much respect for you and your integrity and integrity itself was so high her personal list of important things to a person's character i could see that. Right away, she held herself to incredibly high standards, and she held everyone under her report to very high standards. It was almost, you got to do the right thing by the hobby. You got to do the right thing by the company. And you're right. She adored her husband. She realized that she learned what she did about the hobby and about business from him and uh, spoke glowingly of him very frequently. Her professional and personal standards were so high that people respected her then because of that they respected what she had to say.
0: It was a little bit of earning the right to share the gospel and and to try to be exemplary. That was a big part of who she was, though. Okay. Her standards were so high that she unbelievably did not think she met her standards. (laughs) Is that incredible? Working harder. Yes. She thought if I said, we've got a hundred employees and we're probably gonna have to let one go. She would have thought, oh my goodness, I better get my resume ready. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on okay. the bubble. You know, when, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, she was one out of a hundred, but not in the in, in good way, not in the bad way. Yeah. There's men and there's women in the culture and not everybody has the same attitude about that. But Louise was the kind of person, and platonically, when you're observing her, when I'm observing her, even though I was the boss, it makes you want to be a better man. Yes. And that's good. There's no... You know romance or anything. it's just that there's some energy of women, some energy of men. I guess I'm pontificating here. Mm-hmm. watching her in action, she was huge on integrity, and I'm sure people in the company didn't want to let me down, but I'm wondering they don't want to let Louise down either <laughs> <laughs> uh, the standard sure. that, that she set. Um,
1: she was very good to her people, and uh, she cared deeply about every member of her team. <clears throat> so yes, we were very loyal to her as we were to you. Loyalty is something that can be bought. It can, but the truest form of loyalty is earned. That just is a lifestyle.
0: Not sure how to take that other than when I think back of all the different people that worked on our team, you're not supposed to think more highly of yourself uh, than you are, but you should think accurately of yourself. It's not self-esteem because she had a lot of confidence, but she was not putting herself out there other than on behalf of others. She wasn't Asking for more money or anything like that. I just was blessed to have on our team. And like I said, the, the best teammates are the ones that, that, that make the other people around them better as well. So. She was definitely a cheerleader.
1: <clears throat> she would reward what she called scathingly brilliant ideas. I don't know if you remember that term, but she gets so excited. When a member of her team came up with something new, something innovative, she would say, that's scathingly brilliant. I remember her uh, saying that as as clear as a bell. I also remember that laugh of hers, kind of
0: cackle. Yes, it was, kind of yes. And it was you know, great to hear. I did some what if episodes of what if, but I never thought about the what if Louise hadn't come to work for a kind of sheepishly when she showed up. I don't know if I can help, but I used to have a card shop, and I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> how <laughs> soon can you start? Was her daughter already there before she came, or I, I think, think so. Wendy, are you refreshing? Yeah, I believe so. I think Wendy was, she was the only young single woman (laughs) that was working with the the price guide guys, which was uh, non-productive for certain people. Um, (laughs) But I think Wendy might have said, hey, mom, this is a place where you could, and and she might not have come if Wendy hadn't been there. I'm really thinking that there was some comfort level. And then Wendy moved on, but Louise was a mainstay, was a mainstay.
1: Yeah, and going back a few minutes you mentioned that she had an influence upon some of the other ladies at Beckett <laughs> and I'm reminded of a group I, I can't remember exactly what they called themselves it was something like the 8s it was a multi-generational group and they when they realized that they were all had the same they were like 28 38 48 58 At the time they're all the same age and of course they aged through that they were all they weren't always the 8s but they stayed together i think that had a lot to do with uh, the type of atmosphere that Louise created, that a multi-generational group like that could could be so tight and so uh, mean so much to one another. I remember the, the youngest of that group was so touched by Louise and
0: uh, crushed when she passed. Like I said, uh, her funeral was very well attended. It, it wasn't just our company, but certainly Mark Arwell's was too. But I, you never think that you're going to go to funerals of your contemporaries or people that are younger than you in some cases, but it's a a life well lived. So a celebration of life is something that is appropriate for her. I'm sad about it. On the other hand, if you're gonna be around for a certain number of years, make them good. And reunited with her total love, Dan, her, her husband, for so many years, and then she was on her own for a while. That's inspiring, Bob.
1: I know she would want to be remembered as a person of integrity, happiness, and peace.
0: Absolutely. And faith. And yes, honestly, that kind of was her North star. So uh. at any rate, Bob, thanks for uh, sharing your reminiscences about Louise. Again, a real legend in our company and kind of in the industry. If she wasn't at a show that the dealers would get, I don't know if you had to go stand in for her sometimes. Oh, where's Louise? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> get, get this, they <laughs> were frequently looking behind me and, and the others that were there. It was Louise here. They wanted to talk to her, not really to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too. I just want to step back and watch her in action. I agree. So yeah. At any rate, well, thanks for that, Bob. I, I really appreciate you taking time to do this. And thanks, listeners. I don't know that you can do an obit and get a lot of info, but I mm-hmm. think anybody that worked for Becca Publications during any overlap with Louise would be able to uh, say amen to what we're saying. is that She was a, a quality person. It is greatly missed.
1: That's uh, true. Thank you for the honor of being here and greatly appreciate the honor of, of remembering my good friend, Louise.
0: Thank you, Bob. Thank you, listeners. I'll be back again tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm.